This is episode 592 for January 2020. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is by one of my favorite bands, the Rolling Stones singing Street Fighting Man. And we've got some street fighting in this episode, but before we get there, I want to thank uh, people that make episodes like this possible to show up in your podcast player. Those people that I'm about to name logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they said, you know what? I like your podcast. I like your website. I like your daily content. I'm going to help you pay the bills. I'm going to help support things I like. So uh, I want to give a special thank you to Robert, Mohammed, Zach, Josh, James, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, David C., Laura, Eric, Christopher, Datboy, Dowd, Thomas, Ricky, Michael, 2099, Craig, Patrick, Andrew, Michael K., Hafskimo, Bob, JB, John, Austin, Stephen, Byron, Sarah, Stuart, AJ, Jay, Chris, Scott, Takian, Nick, Taylor, Will, Symbio Bro, hashtag something good for you, Frederick, and Stephen. Again, they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and signed up to get uh, some perks for supporting the website. They get uh, Spider Satellite, the monthly podcast. They also get some uh, exclusive uh, shows such as the PS4 DLC reviews and some conspiracy theories about Kindred and uh, a lot of content out there as we thank them for helping me write checks to pay the bills for this expensive podcast, etc. So, one last time, patreon.com slash crawlspace. George and I and JR are ready for Fight Club. Let's get it on. Hey, Crawlspacers, welcome to our Friday Night Fight, the first one of 2020. George, Happy New Year. Happy <laughs> Happy New Year, Brad. You're looking good. Thanks, man. Hey, no, <laughs> no problem, man. The keto thing's working out for you. How hard is that, by the way? It's not that hard. Not, at, 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 how hard was it for you during the holidays, since you know the holidays oh, are the over holidays now? Suck. Well... I, I have I've, I've hit my plateau of about thirty pounds lost since July. Nice. Mashed, mashed potatoes and cookies are just hit me hard. Like it, like it, it's near damn near impossible to be on a keto diet in November and December. But dude, uh, once once the, between Thanksgiving and the, and the New Year, oh man, it's just rough. Because forget about you, it, you can't escape it. Anywhere you go, oh man, there's carbs everywhere. There's cookies, different types of holiday breads. Oh yeah. There's leftovers, and, and that's what that's what Thanksgiving is. It's like uh, like a bunch of turkey and a bunch of ham, and then nothing but carbs. <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, carbs, I know, I know. Carbs are the enemy. Yeah, but they're so damn good. And it's and it sucks because I look at the like I look at kids. Yeah, and it's like they're almost exclusively fueled by carbs. I like know. carbs don't phase them. They can have all the carbs they want. Yeah. Until they bec- until they hit like uh, anywhere from like. Uh, like uh, like twenty to, to twenty three, and then suddenly there's a, a and then there's a carb plateau, yeah. Yeah, then suddenly the the, the switch <laughs> is going to get flipped real hard, and if they if they don't change their ways, they well, suddenly then, they wake up and they're like, oh my god, how did I gain a hundred pounds? I had three pizzas. Not you should not bother me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this Friday night fight is not about Spider Man versus carbs, but let's first introduce our other panelists. Jr. Happy New Year, sir. Twenty twenty is here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. Looks like it looks like the same as the old one. All uh, right, So we thought we would uh, start off 2020. Hey, hang on, Brad. Jr. What what brings you joy in life? 
Oh, no. What brings me joy? Oh, what, what, what actually makes you smile? Well, you know, um, you know, when I see a puppy that I can kick, God. you know, I just there's this little puppy alongside the road and I can, you know, and I just walk and I kick it and it squeals, you know, or, you know, maybe there's a there's a little kid who's eating an ice cream cone and I smack it out of his hand or something like that or or, you know, pop a balloon, you know, and I, you know, things like that bring me a lot of joy. Boy, it's like we have Oscar the Grouch on the, the podcast these days. I mean, my God. So we're headed back. This sounds just wrong to say. What? We're going back 30 years to 1990. I know. This, that seems, 1990 seems maybe 10, maybe 20. 20 if you're pushing. Yeah. 1990, 1990 to Spectacular Spider-Man number 161. We at this point we're, we're we were less than, or I guess we were what, eight months after uh, the the first Burton Batman movie. Yeah, exactly. So Around let's, there. Let's take a look at this Internet. cover. Uh, you've got the Hobgoblin uh, with flames all around him. He says, "Let's party." Is that the ho- yeah? That's Hobgoblin, not Demogoblin. Well, it's it's, it's Hobgoblin, Mackendale, but it's Demogoblin. Yeah. It's Demogoblin without being Demogoblin. You've got the uh, Puma. And you've got Spider-Man as drawn by Sal Buscema. Our pal Sal. Hobgoblin returns. And they also have that uh, little Brady Bunch squares, like who's in the issue. You've got, uh, oh, is that Katzenberg up there? Yeah, Uh, yeah, Nick Katzenberg. uh, Jameson, Hammerhead, uh, Tombstone, Robbie, Reed Richards, I think. Yeah, Reed Richards is in this. And uh, beautiful Mary Jane. So take me through this one we, it, written by Jerry Conway and uh, penciled by our pal, Sal. Our, our pal Sal. Yeah. Well, yeah. it starts off with Robbie getting pardoned mm-hmm. uh, astute Spider-Man fans, Spider-Man fans that know their history will know that at one point uh, Robbie yeah. went to prison. Yep. Um, and astute Spider-Man fans will know that it didn't make a rat's ass worth of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, stupid, stupid subplot. Yeah, I'm not, you know what? No, I'm not going to say that. Cause I, I actually enjoyed the Robbie tombstone storyline. I did too. I did. I JR's did. wrong. I was so Suck creepy. It. Robbie's my buddy. You know, it's just like, it gave you the creeps. Like I liked it. Kind of, I like creepy villains. Sometimes. You mean, yeah, but a, a villain gave you the creeps. Oh God. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Norman should give you the creeps. You sicko. No, 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 no. Norman, Norman's creeps were a little bit different than the creep tombstone creeps, you know, where to, you know, tombstone, I thought we were friends, Robbie, you know, it's like he had some kind of, thing for him or something. Hey, you know? hey, Norman slept with Gwen. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy, dude. Come on. Wow. <laughs> I never thought I'd live to see the day that Brad like dropped the mic on JR. <laughs> that was uh that was fun though. <laughs> that, 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 that's that's all right. I'll just uh rack up how many spider hit uh, spider jeopardies I've won. So you know what <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, he is the New England Patriots. Hey, guess how many I've won, Jr. One. Guess how many friends you had before your dog died. Uh, All right. All right. Seems like it's Brad versus Jr. in this Friday night fight. But go ahead, take me through it. Yeah. So, uh, so Spidey, um, Spidey, or it starts off with Robbie getting pardoned. Um, Spider Man eventually drops in. Visits Reed to get a little uh, get a little consulting about uh, about Carrion. Boy, look at that pose by Sal is totally aping McFarlane there. That's totally a McFarlane pose. 
I can totally see that. I mean, McFarland's not the one to draw him hanging upside down. Yeah, it is. That corner box art is what that looks like from McFarland's run. That looks like no, I'm, no, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I mean, like Sal's always had really good perspective. Number one oh, perspective, I, I think is what, is what makes that shot. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's it just uh, reminds me of the McFarland corner box art. Yeah. But that's not, that, that's, yeah. anyway, that, that pose ahead. has been around forever. Okay. Um, but yeah, it does, uh, drops by, uh, talks about, you know, like, uh, like seeing D list villains, like a carrion, which is a C list villain and, and Jackal, which of course is a D list villain. You sure um, didn't see for clones? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, he shows up to consult with, uh, Reed and try to get a, try to get a little help and, and Reed reflects on what, uh, what a selfless person Spider-Man actually is, yep. you know, um, yeah, what? but how come Spider-Man doesn't go see Reed to get Aunt May's cancer cured? I mean, if Reed can do all this crap, why didn't uh, you know he just say, "Hey, Reed, Aunt May's got cancer," and Reed can give him a magic bullet, and that'll be it, right? We don't have to do this whole stupid ass storyline that we got going. Reed, Reed can't cure Ben Grimm from turning into a rock man. He can't cure cancer. Yeah, that's a different thing, though. That's uh, but but no, I mean they did address the not being able to cure cancer thing back during the death of Captain Marvel. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. Yeah. They did. They, they, they addressed that because like, I, and I think Spider-Man was even the one that had a big problem with that. Mm -hmm. It's like, cause we, I, not to digress, but I think we even talked about this at one point. I think it might've been during a spider jeopardy, but um, yeah, it was like, Spider-Man was like really freaking out about that and didn't understand how a superhero could get taken out by cancer. And I think it was, I think it was beast uh, that wound up. Yeah, that's right. That one. It was like, uh, dude, this is the big C. It hits, it hits anybody. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's still it's something that even we can't do. And I like that. Yeah. I did too. That I like that. That, that makes them grounded a little bit more. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's, it's totally like, incongruent with uh, Marvel science. <sighs> no, because they're the everyman. I mean, granted, uh, they swing and they climb walls, but uh, there's got to be some grounding. Like cancer is a modern human problem. And yeah. paying the bills is a modern uh, problem. If if the whole world was utopia, we wouldn't need superheroes. Yeah, I, I'm dropping true. it on Jr. again. Bam! That's true. <laughs> I mean, he's got you there, Jr. <laughs> oh, he's growling. No, that that's just like justifying the whole existence of the X Men. Oh, they don't like me because no, I'm no, because how if do they know? No, 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 because suddenly superhero scientists are like uh, are like curing cancer. If that's actually a thing that can happen in that world, then suddenly we're moving away from superheroism. We're moving away from mm -hmm. uh, because at the end of the day, what the I mean, these stories are they have got like people with incredible powers doing stuff, but they're still stories from a human bent. Yes. Like even Silver Surfer. Is a very human story. It's it, it's a story about you know Actually, trying right. trying to believe the best in others and getting disappointed continually, yeah. you know from a point of naivete. But but no, I mean once you get to that point, you you've trans you're doing like uh, like transhuman stuff, like like you know like a next evolution stuff. You're not even telling stories about humans anymore. And you can't. No, I, I I know that because if yeah. we if superheroes really existed, I mean our entire culture would be completely different. It, it's just it's just funny though to watch it's just funny to, to see these stories play out. You know they 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 always cross these lines and completely ignore any real world, any other implications of them. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it's just one of the ironic things, I guess you have to accept if you're going to accept these stories. Yeah. In so, fact, I, I like that. Guess. I like that in the Marvel universe, there are villains that started out trying to do something noble originally. Yep. You know, 
there there were. I mean, like Doctor, you could put you could point to Doctor Octopus saying, you know, Good. and and even that even with Doctor Octopus, it 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 jumps out every now and then. The 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 part of him that actually wants to better mankind and and actually help them through science actually comes through like once a decade or so, and it's right. like suddenly he loses the nuttiness and is like, well, okay, maybe I can help somebody. Yeah, you know. And the, and then after about twelve issues, you know, after sales sink or whatever, they just like go back to the way it was. Right. Well, it makes you it makes you wonder like it makes you wonder like if there wasn't a Spider Man to perpetually drive him nuts, just by existing. It's not a fault of Spider Man. I mean, Otto mm -hmm. literally is just triggered by Spider Man existing. Period. Mm -hmm. But if there wasn't a Spider Man, would would Otto even would, would at some point Otto be be reformed? You know, funny that you mentioned that, George, because. Spider history. <laughs> Wait this month. No. Uh, we'll, explain. we'll talk about that. January 2020 spider history or? Well, yes. well we have. Okay. Yes. I just wondering. Yeah. This, <laughs> this month. This month. We'll address it. Okay, good. There you go. All right. Um, <laughs> you're, you're welcome. You're welcome for the segue. <laughs> Anyway, uh, back in our story, as most people are like, where's the fight stuff? Where's the fight stuff in the fight? Exactly. We're, We're talking about cancer. Doing? and Yeah. What are you guys talking about cancer and Dr. Octopus? Yeah. Okay. Go back. Let's, let's get back on track. So, uh, so Hobgoblin shows up. Now, th this is this is a moment in Spider-Man history where the Hobgoblin, Mackendale, the Mackendale Hobgoblin, not right. the Kingsley Hobgoblin, the Mackendale Hobgoblin, has perpetually tired of being a chump. <laughs> And and I think it's because he didn't take the goblin formula the way Kingsley did. Am I right, Jr.? Is that is that why he was underpowered? I, you know, I think it's just because he's a loser. Well, he's uh, a loser. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that. Uh, he, well, no, it was. Uh, he, he really he didn't take the goblin formula. I think he made a deal with the Grim Hunter, didn't he? And he got superpowers that way. No, he, so he, he got really, superpowers from from Nestir. Well, Nestir turned him into a demon. No, I think no, he no, got no, Nestir gave him the powers. Uh, he Demogoblin came after Mackendale was dead. Well, Demogoblin split from Mackendale. Mackendale didn't die until later when Kingsley well, killed him. He inhabited his body, though. I think like he reanimated him. Didn't yeah, well, yeah. What had happened was 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 he went uh, Mackendale went over to the Grim Hunter, and the Grim Hunter. I don't know how he blackmailed him or whatever. The Grim Hunter gave him superpowers, so he had superpowers, but he was still a chump. And, uh, so then he, uh, then when, when the demons started taking over New York, this is how I remember it, I guess the demons started taking over New York. It's not during Inferno. And, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cause Harry Osborne had beat him. Yeah. Harry Osborne had beat him. So he was feeling like a real chump. And, uh, so and Dr. Strange kicked his, well, Dr. Strange kicked his ass after he was powered up. Never mind. And, and, and so the, the demon said, well, you made me laugh, you know, or, and, uh, uh, so I'll give I'll give you these powers, but it turned him into a demon. And then later, um, Demo Goblin split off from Akadale, and then there were like two of them running around. Yeah. And uh, but then and then Demo Goblin got killed, and then Mackendale got killed in jail later by Kingsley. Yeah, Kingsley because Demo Goblin actually wound up not being a complete ass, right? And at the end, was I didn't he die in a church and was trying to save somebody? Yes, yeah, yeah. JR, real quick, refresh me. Uh -oh. So, um Ned Leeds was exposed to being the hobgoblin. Is that when? Ma is that when? Uh, that was a fallacy. That got, no, he no was I know he was framed. Is that when Kingsley went into hiding and Mackendale took over? Yes. 
Yeah. And so Kingsley, did Mackendale just find the hobgoblin suit? How did Mackendale take over? Mackendale had the Mackendale had the foreigner uh, assassinate leads. And uh, that, that happened versus Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 And uh, I, I guess, uh, you know, uh, in another case of absolutely no communication in the Marvel universe. But uh, yeah. Um, well, the, the seeds he- of that went all the way back to what? 254? When Jack-O-Lantern stole the uh, the battle van? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 257. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but, but the foreigner had the foreigner had sent some goons to kill Leeds on order, you know, because uh, Mackendale paid him and then Mackendale stole Le- all of Leeds. Ah, uh-huh. so Mackendale paid the foreigner to, to set up Leeds and then Mackendale just stole the suit and then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that, that's a big storyline between Spec and, and Amazing because <laughs> it, it's been so many years since I read that. This is why people tune into us, by the way, for all this deep yeah. dive. There, that's a that's a deep cut for yes. all this yeah for all this this sexy b side goodness <laughs> here but uh but no he um he shows up uh to try to talk to hammerhead right because he wants to get back into the contract killing game uh the downside of Mackendale getting getting a, getting you know taking a level in badass as hobgoblin is a it doesn't make him any more effective and b it actually turns him into a hobgoblin Mm-hmm. Like his face, yeah. He looks his ugly. Whole, his whole body is literally what the mask looks like. Yeah, it's not a mask anymore. So every time he takes off the hood, and he's always making a big thing about this. Every time somebody sees him up close, he's like, "Ha ha, it's not a mask." Even Doctor <laughs> Strange, he said this was Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is. I, 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 if I recall, I, I remember. Oh, I remember that. Really, I remember that issue. Yeah, and I was thinking like it was like acts of vengeance, and it I was, was. like, "Doctor Strange was. even ask? Did Doctor Strange even care?" No. You know that it was. He was like, I probably just assumed you. I just, I thought you were just ugly. I didn't know. <laughs> um, Doctor Strange has seen some ugly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, so yeah, uh, he shows up in a tuxedo uh, and in in his head. He's not even wearing like a hat outside with like a disguise. He just walks up in a trench coat and and and, and the way he looks. Yeah. And it's freaking people out at the restaurant. Where he shows up, it's like a hoity-toity, you know, restaurant and everything, mm-hmm. you know, Le, Le Chateau or whatever the hell this place is. Uh, and uh, and so, you know, the goon the, he gives his coat to like the the coat girl, and she's like, "Oh, this is a private uh, party and everything." And then and then Hammerhead's goods come out. Bear in mind, Hammerhead is one of you know he's part of the Magia. Um, and, uh, and so sure enough, a fight ensues. They, they, they tear the tuxedo off. Hobgoblin has his entire costume on under the tuxedo, like everything cloak and everything. And I'm like, I, 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 I don't, they just seemed impractical to me, but whatever. Right. It's, it's the eighties and, and, or no, it's not the eighties. It's the, it's 1990. The 90s. Well, as, as we established, it's the last year of the, of the eighties. <laughs> last year of that of that decade technically all right anyway um so yeah hobgoblin makes short work between like the razor bats and his uh the, you know the the energy blast and the glove um makes short work of these goons and and goes in and and confronts hammerhead and uh, tombstone who are just in the back room you know having a having a cappuccino mm-hmm. you know probably discussing the issues of the day yeah and um and he shows up like, look, you know, I'm I'm here for work. Who do I kill? It's like two there's two stories in a row now. We've got somebody showing up uh, offering to kill somebody. I feel like that's like that's actually like like twenty percent of all Spider-Man stories. By the way, it's like somebody <laughs> showing up to kill somebody. You know, like yep. like taking taking a hit out on somebody. Yeah. Um, 
And so, yeah, Hammerhead's like, yeah, you know what? Kill Joe. And he just happens to have like a glossy, like an eight by eight of like Robbie. He's like, yeah, could you you kill this guy? You know, could you kill this man? And, and Tombstone's like, like, it's like the picture that they would use if Robbie wrote a column in the uh, the bugle. Yeah. Like a, like an eight by 10. Yeah. Like in the, in the picture in the paper kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so he's like, yeah, 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 I need to rub this guy out. And Tombstone's like, no, that's mine. Nobody kills him except me. And, uh, and Hammer said, Hammerhead's overrules him. He's like, no, you're too close to this. You know, I, and I think from Hammerhead's perspective, Hammerhead's like, dude, if you were going to kill this guy, it would have already been done. Stop. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> you know? So he's like, yeah, you know what, uh, Hobgoblin, you've got a reputation as an okay contract killer. Yeah. You know what, uh, you know, let's do it, you know? Yep. And he's like, uh, what do you want? And Hobgoblin's like 25 grand. You know, that's my, that's my bargain basement introductory rate. And, uh, or Hammerhead's like done, go kill this guy, you know? And Tombstone is rubbed the wrong way. Tombstone is like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Meanwhile, back at Robbie's house, Robbie and his wife <laughs> and Jonah and a lot of the people from the daily bugle and Mary Jane, Mary Jane is there waiting for Peter, Peter, who is late. Yeah. Peter's not there. And Nick Katzenberg, and I guess it's his wife. I didn't know Nick Katzenberg was married until I went back and reread this. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he is married. Maybe that's just no. I don't. I don't think it was his wife. I think it was. Uh, I think she was a lawyer, and uh, she's she ponying up to him. She just became thoroughly enamored of him. Oh so, yeah, I guess there's, some, I, there's someone out there for everyone. I suppose. Yeah, she's won. She's won some of that daddy cats. Look at her, <laughs> daddy cats. She's all. She's all about this guy. She's. A, <laughs> She 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 all she wants to make uh she wants to make uh what what is that song from Cats Memory Memories Memories on the corner of my cats uh, no yeah. that's not from Cats that's that, that's that's different memories Brad oh sorry I was singing the Barbra Streisand well, one you you can you can find you can find out next week instead of going to Rise of Skywalker you can just go ahead and see Cats I I doubt I'm gonna see Cats in the theater I love I loved <laughs> Phantom of the Opera and I went and saw that at the theater and boy was that a mistake. <laughs> Woo. A good musical I saw at the theater was uh, The Greatest Showman. Did you guys like that one? That was good. That I was actually that good. One. Yeah, that, was that one was good. Very good. All right. Okay. Party at Robbie's house. Get out of jail. Party. Rob- out of jail. Robbie's Free pardon. All you, can, you know, all you can eat buffet, apparently, that Nick and, uh, and his chick are hitting up. <laughs> and I call foul because Nick, it looks like he's got a piece of fruit on there. And I'm like, come on, stop. <laughs> he's got a giant no. apple. It looks, it looks like, like he's yeah. even got some salad on there and a turnip. And I'm like, no, what? No, no, <laughs> no. no. no, no. He'd, be, I, he'd be in front of a pile of cheeseburgers. And I'm not shaming catching, but like, like if I'm the guy showing up here, I'm probably hitting the Swedish meatballs too. And in, in the okay. carbs, right. That, that, that's literally what's going to be on my plate. Swedish meatballs and, and taters. Didn't, didn't he die from cancer, lung cancer? Yeah, he yep. died. Yeah. He wasted yeah. away from, from uh, around the facade era and web. Right. I think. Yeah, uh, it was it was back when Mary Jane was smoking because the whole point of yes. it was to uh, bring her in there. So yep. yeah, I guess that's the same time frame, isn't it, Jr.? Right before the Clone it's, Saga, I think. Yeah, I think I, th- I, think, I think so. Right before yeah. the Clone Saga. There's yeah. another deep cut. Yep. <laughs> that's why you pay us the big bucks, Brad. Yeah, and then let, 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 I was about to say, looking at this cast of characters, uh, there's Randy Robertson and his uh, his wife, uh, who. Uh, you know, soon disappeared a few years. Who later. was his wife again? Her name, I think it was Amanda. I think that was her name. Uh, but uh, you know, we had a little, uh, you know, 
little, it was a little issue there. Of course, you know, the interracial nature of it. And oh, yeah. uh, of course that, that, that kind of dates it a little bit, but uh, she went by the wayside because now Randy is, is young and hip again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so they, yeah, they're having a big party, you know, everything's, uh, everything's going good. And then suddenly uh, Jonah, you know, suddenly some Jonah is uh, nonplussed because Thomas Fireheart, AKA Puma, Puma in the house walks in the front door uh, of Robbie's party. He's come to, to pay respects to Robbie, you know, and, um, and uh, to offer Robbie the, you know, the, the, the president and publisher gig of the bugle, which Fireheart now owns at this period yep. of time. And remember why he bought it? Oh, paying a debt of honor to spider to be spider. Oh, so Jonah would so shut up. Park, yeah. He bought it. He bought it to help, uh, to help out Peter. Yep. And he, because remember at this time, uh, Puma's one of the few people that knows who Spider-Man is. Yep. Yeah. Because they smelled him. From the yep. scent. Yeah. They smelled yep. him. Yeah. Yep. Got, got, it, got it the same way Wolverine did. <laughs> Wait, you're and Peter Parker. Yeah. Although Sabretooth didn't learn the name, but anyway. Uh, but Peter Parker, yeah, Sabretooth didn't have a frame of reference for Peter Parker the way Wolverine did. Yeah. Right. Because Wolverine, I actually liked that story. Uh, one, that I was one of the it. few McFarlane stories that I like. Because remember, Peter was up there covering it for a story. Is that the the one that happened after the lizard McFarland story? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's up there with the um, Wendigo. He yeah. went there to cover the Wendigo, and then Wolverine had met him as Peter Parker, and then that's pretty. Yeah, I remember that. And then, and by by that time, Wolverine had already met him as Spider Man. Mm -hmm. So then suddenly he's like, "Cool, all right, I know who you are." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I always thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, back then, it, like back then, unlike now. Uh, but back then, like somebody finding out was a big deal. Yep. Now it's like, okay, whatever. But back then it was, it was actually cool. And, and unless you were like keeping up with a lot of books, you didn't realize it when somebody did. And back then you could count the number of people that knew on like one hand. Daredevil was a cool reveal too. It was like, and, yeah. Gene DeWolf. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Or, or the people that suspected like Robbie. Yeah. I, I still to this day maintain yeah. that Robbie knows that, that Peter and Spider-Man are the same yeah. person. Um, and I like that every now and then we get a hint that that's the case. Anyway, we're, we're digressing again we as are. we do because we're, we're spidey experts. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, here's the party. Puma shows up or I'm sorry, Thomas Fireheart shows up to, to make the offer to Robbie and Robbie's like, that's fantastic. I need to think about it. I'm going to go outside and have sex with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> now you're making stuff up like Jr. does. He went out and kissed her. I mean, I why didn't he do it's their party? Why didn't he just kiss her inside? Well, you know, he's been in jail for a few weeks. That's what I'm saying. They they, they go inside <laughs> because like when the moment is right, party or no, it's go when time. The moment is right. Robbie has to go to the print, stop the presses because we're gonna go make love. It's not gonna it's not listen, listen, this 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 love bit this love making is not gonna knock itself out. Right? Robbie, Robbie's been away for a while. Robbie Robbie needs Robbie. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, though, doesn't Robbie need a little blue, blue pill though by this oh, time in his life? Oh. Apparently not. I mean, because they didn't have the little, blue, they didn't have the blue little blue pill back then. I think he needs a pen particle to make him giant man. <laughs> you're better. You're, you're better than that. Bro. Come on. Wow. Come on, oh, you're come better. On, you're better than that. You're better than that. Come on, that's, that's a strictly Marvel comic joke, is what that is. You're better. Man. You're better than that. You're no, better. I'm come not. On. You know, I'm not. <laughs> I know you're not. You're a terrible person. You're a terrible person. Uh, All right. So, but before Robbie uh, and his old lady can uh, can make the boom booms outside, <laughs> they're terribly interrupted. They're cock blocked. 
The cock cock by the cock cock by the hop by the what what by the cock cock You're you're a terrible person. You're a terrible person. <laughs> this is this is a guy who spends you know the better part of his day educating young, oh, younger people. I'm off you the clock, Jr. All right, so so yeah, yeah. Hobgoblin <laughs> comes in throwing pumpkin bombs. Yeah, uh, and you know, Mrs. Robbie's freaking the hell out. Yeah, you know, like what's going on? I just, I just, I, you know, I, I just wanted to be held. I just wanted a night, <laughs> night, night out here, you know, in our, in our and there's, I mean, because like, look when they walk back. Like, let's go a couple panels for like when they walk outside to start making out. There's even like a like a trestle of you know like a like rose well, Mar- covered you, you, trestle. You can hear some Marvin Gaye in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's get it on. Let's get it on for Barry White. Let's maybe. get it on. Yeah, I mean, there's there's what, some what's, Jr. What song from Barry White? Well, just any song from Barry White. Okay. <laughs> all I'm saying is all I'm saying is Hobgoblin doesn't oh, show up. Yeah. Randy has a brother after tonight. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Hobgoblin shows up to to fulfill his contract, uh, his hit on uh, Randy. Starts throwing pumpkin bombs. Of course, remember Peter's not there. Peter's late. No. Peter hasn't shown up to the party. So Mary Jane runs outside, uh, you know, with other people, and you know, Ma- Mary Jane, of course, knows what the hell's going. You know, she she's in the know. Yeah, you know, and uh, and so as 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 hobgoblin is raining you know the the pumpkin bombs down around there uh dispersing the crowd trying to trying to get uh robbing mary jane pulls puma aside and is like dude i know who you are you know who my uh, i know that you know i know that you know that you know that i know or whatever you know i know that you know who peter is i i know who you are you've got to do something you know peter's not here and so sure enough you know puma puma cats out rawr he cats out. He pumas <laughs> out. Rar. Um, and right as uh, right as as um, Hobgoblin is, is zeroing in on Joe, who's like you know kind of shielding his wife mm-hmm. on the ground, um, and he's getting ready to throw a, a you know like a razor you know one of the razor bats bats at um, at Robbie, and then suddenly, bam! It gets blasted out of it's shot out of his hand. Mysteriously, a, a shadowy figure shoots a it shadowy out. figure with a rifle blows it out of his hand, and he's like, "Huh, wait a minute now. Hey, how did that happen? These these things don't just spontaneously explode. Actually, they're razor bats. They don't explode at all. They just cut stuff." Um, but then you know, while he's thinking about it, and he's he's wondering, "Hmm, I wonder what has happened to this thing that doesn't explode yet? It has exploded." Uh, Puma jumps him, mm-hmm. and uh, and Puma Puma gets a hold of the glider. Then manages it up. manages to rip the go- the glider out from underneath. Um, I, I keep wanting to say Demogoblin because just because of the face. Yeah. Um, rips the the glider out from underneath him, and then he makes a new glider out of fire coming out of his feet because he's got demon powers. That's weird. Yeah, and then and then Puma's like, "I've made a I've made a terrible mistake." Meow. You know. Um. And he, and he winds up zapping Puma in the face because obviously Puma's a little taken back. He's shocked by this. And he, and he actually figuratively, yeah. And he actually he shoots him in the face and yells, Cat got your tongue, which I thought was funny. <laughs> yep. Because if you know your spider history, who was who was he involved with? Black cat. Meow. Black, meow. black cat. Black cat. So um Robbie's house is now on fire. Uh oh. Welcome home, Robbie. 
You know, yeah, welcome home, Robbie. But I, I, poor, you gotta feel bad for Robbie. All Robbie wanted to do was uh, was hit the Swedish meatballs, <laughs> maybe, maybe get some taters, right? And then and then and then eat at the buffet table, and right? yeah, the, and, and then have dinner at the Y. Oh, <laughs> and well, that's that's terrible. All right, so so. <laughs> Good God, man! So, so, so Hobgoblin is is bearing down uh, on on Robbie again. Yeah, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, Thwip with the finally, 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 a web is our man. A web shoots out, attaches to him. Hobgoblin gets yanked down into the trees, and then Spider Man is is on a uh, is on like a part uh on like a street light right he's like he's like perched you know kind of crouching on a street light doing this spinning hobgoblin around like he stores hammer yeah <laughs> right. and then he yep. throws he he lets go of, of like the the web and he and he launches hobgoblin into the burning building might as well take it back to robbie's house yep yeah let's go back to robbie's house let's let's try to do some more damage to my let's friends go get place. Some meatballs and kick ass right <laughs> <laughs> Spidey drops it. He's like, "Look, I'm sorry, I'm late." And you know, spots Mary Jane. But before you know, they can really before he can get the full four one one on what's going down. Mm-hmm. Here comes Hobgoblin again, crashing outside. You know, out of Robbie's house, and Robbie's like, "My insurance, my premiums, right?" <laughs> um, comes- here's, your, here's your reference to that Doctor Strange number eleven in the editor's note. He references uh, taking oh, yeah, on yeah. Strange. He he doesn't reference the fact that uh, that Doctor Strange actually outsmarted him and it wasn't that hard. Yeah, Doctor Strange uh, beat him by, um, if I recall, he beat him by making him think that he turned back to normal and had lost his powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, like suddenly, like he saw his reflection, and goes like, "Oh no, I'm Jason McIndale again. I've lost my powers," and he literally ran away. Right. And Doctor Strange hadn't done anything except like Jedi mind trick him, and they, and he just right. left. And that way, Doctor Strange didn't. And Macandale's not very smart. He's really not. God love him. I, I, he was, he was a better Jack Lantern than he was a. Hobgoblin. He was. He was. Dead. He's dead now too, isn't he? Oh did, yeah, he he Kingsley, died. Did Kingsley kill him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, didn't Kingsley he, Friday and Hobgoblin Hobgoblin lives miniseries. Didn't yeah. he? Didn't he die before that and come back? Mm-hmm. It seems like he's been dead a couple times now. Yeah, with in the Marvel universe, it's possible. That's probably I, I for whatever that. reason. I want to say at one point he died and got better, and then he got killed again by Kingsley. Any, I, I may be wrong. Anyway, then again, that like, yeah, that that happens a lot. It's probably you know. Um, so Hobgoblin comes back strong. Yeah, Hobgoblin comes back strong. He comes out of the house in the glider. Yep. Um, goes right after Spider Man. Spider Man's hanging on to the front of the glider. He's trying to blast Spider-Man in the face. You know, Spider-Man's able to, to dodge out of the way. Um, Spider-Man knows that he's gotten powered up. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. I, I think they had one other fight before now where he had been powered up and Spider-Man knew about it. But I can't remember what issue it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it happened in spec. I, think, I want to say it was like in the 140s, something around there. Michael anyway. Reed says Mac, he came back uh, when he was uh, an agent Venom, and then he died again. <laughs> okay, maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Of. Although I didn't, I obviously I didn't read Agent Venom, so I don't know. It's maybe I heard somebody talking about it. Maybe that's yeah. what made me think of it. Anyway, um, 
so uh so yeah he uh he's he's trying to shoot spider-man off the front of, of the glider puma tries to to help out they're um they're they're fighting or he's flying spider-man close to like a billboard of a guy shaving mm-hmm. um and he manages to uh, he manages to shake spider-man off of the glider puma meanwhile jumps out after him you know is, is gonna try to get him this is what i don't understand P- because at one point puma was a contract killer mm-hmm. um but puma jumps out after hobgoblin and instead of just pouncing on him and beating the hell out of him he yells at him to give him a heads up right yeah. like i because because he could have taken hobgoblin didn't have hobgoblin sense <laughs> he, didn't have, he, didn't have human, he didn't he have any sense. Yeah, he could have just taken him by surprise. Instead, no, he yells out, "Hobgoblin, I'm coming at you!" And Hobgoblin's like, "Oh, okay." No, you. Like, what? Well, why don't you just jump on him and start kicking the crap out of him? Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. You've killed people before. What do you? Just take him out, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Anyway, so he's getting ready to blast Puma because Puma has stupidly telegraphed himself and announced his presence. I'm coming after you. Okay, good. Let me let me try to shoot you. Let me duck <laughs> on your way over here. Um, and then the mysterious sniper fires again at the right moment, grazes grazes uh, Mackendale's forehead. Which remember now, it's not a mask. Nope. Actually, grazes his face with yeah. the uh, with the sniper shot, uh, and buys enough time for Spider-Man to yell, duck Puma and kick Hobgoblin in the face. His his errant blast, like when when Spider Man kicks him, his glove blaster goes off. It hits the ref, it hits the billboard. There's a reflection on the billboard because there's a guy shaving in front of a mirror, and I guess the mirror on that billboard is was an actual mirror. Yeah, because like it reflects back off, blinds Hobgoblin, and so Hobgoblin is like, ah, I can't see my eyes, and he just he tries to get away on the goblin uh, on the Goblin glider, while uh, Spider Man and Puma hold one another. <laughs> and make sure that uh, that one yeah. another are okay. They are holding each other, yeah. You know, and, and Spider Man's like, I guess we're even. And Puma's like, No, we were saved. Uh, and then Spider Man's like, Oh, I, I wonder, I wonder who that was. A, a gunshot. Somebody was firing a gun, and it turns out it was Tombstone. Yeah. Because as Tombstone said, no, no one kills Robbie but me. And so Tombstone yeah. was the one trying to stop Hob- or Hobgoblin from killing Robbie and uh, managed to distract him with the shot long enough for um, for uh, Mackendale to fly off. Yeah, for Mackendale to fly off and for uh, for more, I guess, for for Spider-Man and, and Puma to beat him. Uh, what I don't understand is how come Mackendale didn't go back after him at some point? Well, he's blind. Well, and yeah, but I mean, he's, he's gonna—he's not, not permanently. Well, he's—he's he's not shot in the head. He, he's been grazed across the temple. That's a little different than taking one like into the brain pan. Well, if you—if you had a bullet go across your head, I'm going home. <laughs> well, he doesn't know. I mean, I'm yeah, saying but you don't have the powers of a demon. I'm saying. I'm you saying. Know? How do you know? I, I'm. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't understand like why he didn't make another attempt at Robbie later on. Oh, because uh, I don't think he does. I think it's. I think it's pretty much just this, and then he's done. Yeah, he was like, that's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So winner. Oh, I, um, I'll go ahead and say Spidey because at really, I mean, other, aside from getting Spider-Man off the glider, um, Spider-Man gives gives better than he gets here. Mm-hmm. I think so. I'm going to say Spider-Man. Puma didn't really do all that much. 
Puma, Puma kind of showed up and was, he mainly, Puma's part was to distract Hobgoblin yeah. a couple of times. However, you have to give it to Hobgoblin. Well, you don't, I mean, not the fight, but you have to give him credit for taking on three people. He's taken on, he's getting shot by Tombstone. He's got Puma attacking him. He's got Spider-Man whooping on him. This is probably, this is probably the most effective Mackendale's ever been. Yeah, fighting, three against one on Mackendale. Fighting, fighting, uh, fighting to a standstill against uh, against the two and, a half, two and a half people. Come on, who's two and a half? Who's that, the half? Guy with a sniper rifle is isn't that? No, that could that could if he, if Tombstone got the right shot and he's dead. Yeah, but he. I mean, like, I, I and I don't get this. Like, he can hit Tombstone with a sniper rifle, can blow the 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 battering. Out yeah. of Hobgoblin's yeah. hand, but he can't shoot but him. He, in the he head. can't hit him square in the brain. But know? he can't yeah. hit him in the head. He can hit the thing that's smaller than the head. <laughs> he can't effectively like take him out, like you know, blow blow his head off. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So but Spider-Man, no, I, uh, I, I'm going to say Spider-Man and Puma. Uh, I mean, and Tombstone. I get. I get. I give Puma the assist. Uh, and Tombstone gets an assist too. Yeah, I think I think you'd have to yeah. I think you'd have to say uh, Tombstone gets an assist. But right. he, he, either way, it's an, it's another loser day for for uh, uh, a for the most losery. Well, the most losery. I don't know the most losery of I, I, I the goblins. I think of the goblins. Uh, the most losery would have probably have to be Lefty Donovan, <clears throat> or or even Phil Urich there at the end when he was the Goblin Knight. Oh or, yeah, yeah. Phil Phil Urich was very the, uh, the Stacy boy. The uh, Gwen Stacy and Her- uh, Norman kids. Oh, Gabriel. Yeah. The gray guy. He's kind yeah. of. Weird. Yeah, he was pretty losery. Yeah. No, I'm just talking. Mean, I'm like, but yeah, but he wasn't a hobgoblin. He was a goblin. Oh, I, I was. I'm talking about hobgoblins. I'm, I'm, oh, I was talking about all goblins. Okay. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. Bart Hamilton was pretty losery. The the crazy psychiatrist, yeah. Although, I don't know who's, who was more effective. Actually, I think you have to say Bart Hamilton was more effective at what he was doing than Mackendale ever was. Well, <laughs> yeah, I would have, I would have to say he was. Yeah. What do you think, Jr.? You're the goblin expert. Who's the worst goblin? <laughs> oh Lord, there've been so many. Uh, well, Mackendale was the one that over oh, overstayed we're, his we're time. Forgetting, we're forgetting Menace. The girl. I don't, I, I, the I, girl. Don't, I don't count Menace. <laughs> Menace is not part of my canon. Sorry, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's yours, JR? I'm sorry. Well, I mean, uh, Mackendale, because it just, it, 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 that, that was a character I just could not, yeah. I couldn't understand why people kept writing him into the stories. It was a loser character. You know, he was an ineffective villain. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, but he kept showing up. And it's like, you know, and really, that's what that's the reason I uh, many years ago I wrote my squandered legacy Hobgoblin series because yeah. they there had been they had taken this great villain and just completely flushed it down the toilet. I so I, I would I would say Mackendale just because he lasted so darn long. Right. Squandered villains, uh, Venom, I think would fall under squandered villains. Great concept, just messed with and. And I think it's the last. I know you two aren't reading it, but the the Donny Cates new Venom book is really solid. I think it's the best it's been since his first appearance. But that that's a different debate. So uh, that's how we're starting 2020, George. Woo! Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, Patreon.com/slash Crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, 
where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody.